Welcome to the House Call Doctor's Quick and Dirty Tips for Taking Charge of Your Health. I'm your host, Dr. Rob. Today, we're going to talk about medical myths. One of the main reasons I became a host of the House Call Doctor was to counter a lot of the bad medical information that people encounter in life. When the information is widely held by many people, it's called a myth. In medicine, there are many myths that people, myself included at times, accept without questions. Today's podcast will focus on a few of the more common myths that I encounter as a physician. I won't, however, talk about those who doubt about the zombie apocalypse. I'll leave that up to the get-it-done guy. Okay, myth number one, popping joints will cause arthritis. Joints pop when the pressure in a joint changes quickly. As I said in my first arthritis podcast, the joint is filled with a thick fluid called synovial fluid. When a joint moves in certain ways, it creates a negative pressure in places. Joints pop when the area of negative pressure is suddenly filled. There are some people out there who enjoy popping their joints, a habit that has distressed many of the people around the joint poppers. As a weapon against this percussive social faux pas, somebody somewhere decided that this habit was harmful. Many mothers have chided their knuckle-cracking children in front of me while they're sitting in the exam room. But I'm sorry to say that the only thing wrong with popping joints is that it bugs other people. This may be an issue for the modern manners guy, but it is not a medical issue. Now, there is one exception to this rule, cracking your neck. Don't crack your neck. There are arteries in your neck that may be damaged if you do so, and a neck that cracks often is a sign of hypermobility, a condition where the neck has a range of motion that is greater than it should be, and it could make you prone to injury. Some joints are creaky, but this is nothing to worry about unless there is pain along with the creaking. Joints creak due to tendons and ligaments around the joints. And yes, doctors have a fancy word for the creaking joints. It's called crepitus. Okay, myth number two, that you can get sick from going outside without a jacket. Perhaps you've been told that standing outside with a jacket will make you catch a cold or get a pneumonia. I was told that when I was a kid, and it's really hard to get rid of that belief. But it's simply not true. That myth is a classic example of the correlation that people have assumed to be cause and effect. Whenever it's cold out, more people get sick. Therefore, the cold makes people sick. There are several reasons people get sick more over the winter. The first is that viruses that make you sick show up more in the wintertime. This happens down here in the south, where the winters are mild just as much as it happens up in the cold, chilly north. And the second reason people get sick more in the winter is that people stay indoors more during the cold weather and so are more likely to come into physical contact with each other and with other things that people have touched. Even in the South, people are in school and sharing germs with each other, so it's more likely to spread and transmit germs. Myth number three, crossing your legs can be harmful. A listener from Haiti named Zael, I hope I pronounced that right, sent an email asking whether it's true that crossing your legs prevents blood circulation and leads to popping of the veins in your legs. I honestly didn't know the answer to this question when it was asked, so I wanted to find out for myself as well. My research revealed that this is also a myth, and a myth that has not only been perpetuated, but it spawned a movement called the Great American Crossout. Now, that's a great name for a movement. 
but the anatomy of the veins in the legs just doesn't jibe with the idea. Crossing your legs at the ankles doesn't put enough pressure on the veins, and besides, it would make your varicose veins in your feet, not in your legs. And crossing one leg over the other thigh actually lifts the leg up and aids in drainage. So cross away, Zaya. Myth number four is that natural medications are better. I see commercials touting how great things are because they are all natural. People readily take dietary supplements that come from chrysanthemums or rose hips, but they are suspicious about medications I prescribe. Now, I'm not saying that there aren't some natural products that are very helpful, and perhaps there are some that are better than commercial medications. But I am saying that the simple fact that something is natural doesn't automatically make it preferable. Poisonous snakes, hurricanes, and flesh-eating bacteria are all natural. And since natural medications are not regulated by the FDA, they can make claims that are not well supported by scientific studies. Prescription drugs, on the other hand, are required not only to keep their claims to what is supported by scientific evidence, but they've got to give you that long list of ways at the end of the commercial that you could be harmed by their drug. I'm sure you've heard that. Again, I'm not saying that natural medications are worse. I just don't want you to fall for the ploy by products that may or may not help you. That's it for today's podcast. If you have myths you'd like me to share, or perhaps that you wonder about, why not visit my Facebook page and start a discussion about this? If you have topics that you would like me to cover or myths you'd like me to bust, you can send them to housecalldoctor at quickunderdetips.com. Do not, please do not send me medical questions that your doctor should be answering. You can also submit topics to me on Twitter at housecalldoc or, of course, visit my Facebook page. And never forget about my blog, Musings of a Distractible Mind, at distractible.org. Let me once again remind you that this podcast is for informational purposes only. My goal is to add to your medical knowledge and translate some of the weird medical stuff you hear so that when you do go to your doctor, your visits will be more fruitful. I don't intend to replace your doctor. He or she is the one you should always consult about your own medical condition. Catch you next time. Stay healthy. <laughs>